that's perfect. Is that perfect? Yeah, okay. that's perfect. I'm going to start over. Welcome to the Rom-Com Dudes. I'm Rom-Com Dude number one. I'm Austin, and Rom-Com Dude number two is sadly not with us. He is dead. He died. He's dead. He's gone. <laughs> Can't say that. COVID took him. Um, no, no, no. He he He's just feeling sick. He's not feeling very well. We caught up on our backlog, so we have Rom-Com Dude number three. It's official. You're number three, Joe. I'm gunning for number two, Carlton. Oh. You, you better watch out because oh, I'm, I'm gunning for it, man. This is, <laughs> is going to be my job. This is Joe Moss. He's been on the podcast before. What Thank episode you. were you on? I was... Uh... Was it Scott Pilgrim? I think it was. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Scott. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. The seven evil exes. <laughs> I'm trying to be like that radio guy, you know, who's he's, he's always on like uh, 90.6 FM. Scott Pilgrim. Watch out. He's coming for your exes. <laughs> coming up next, Joe Moss coming for your job. <laughs> oh, shoot. Run away. Anyway. So we're here, second episode of our summer, which is not really summer anymore. Technically, we're still in summer. Our summer musical series. We're doing La La Land. Musical series? Yeah, this is a musical series. We did I didn't know that. Moulin Rouge before this one. And now oh. we're doing La La Land. And I forgot to pick what our third one is going to be, but we can talk about it after the episode. Okay. Because you're going to do the next episode with me too, Beauty I think. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I don't want to do Beauty and the Beast. It's not a rom-com. I don't know. We'll see. I don't really want to do Beauty and the Beast. It's romantic. And it is kind of funny. And it's kind of funny. You're right. I don't know if I want to do Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> fine. That's fine. It's fine. We're here to talk about La La Land with beautiful Ryan Gosling beautiful gosling gosling i just wanted to feed him stuff with spoons oh who doesn't he, he's beautiful chicken you want to feed him chicken yeah and emma stone also beautiful oh my gosh gorgeous gorgeous they're both gorgeous they're hollywood stars um probably my favorite movie of the last five years one of them it's up there really i love this movie but oh I, that's cool i know a lot of people who don't because i don't know i I understand there's a lot of whitewashing, I feel like, in this movie because Ryan Gosling is like this huge jazz enthusiast and it's like mm -hmm. he's white. It's right. kind of an interesting choice, but here we are. We're talking about it. <laughs> well, Miles Teller was supposed to be the original, was supposed to be Ryan Gosling's part. Did you know that? That would make sense because the uh, the director or, or the, oh wait, no. Yeah. Did he do? Damien Chazelle. Did he do Whiplash? Yeah, he did. Yes. Yeah. So, but what's weird is Ryan Gosling is in First Man, who Damien Chazelle also directed. Oh. So he kind of always carries this next person right. over. And then Emma Stone's going to be in his next movie, too. Sweet. So, I don't know. Uh, Emma Stone won an Oscar for this movie. She did? Eh, Wait, eh. she did? Yeah, she won Best Actress. No way. Yeah, you know. I don't know. <laughs> Fine. There's probably better actresses that could have She's fine. <laughs> the end yeah. scene is amazing when she's talking about her aunt singing that oh, song. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, that's what won her the Oscar. But everything else was like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's fine. It's, <laughs> I wouldn't, she's playing I wouldn't call it Oscar worthy for sure. It's That last scene I feel like is up there. But like it's everything good, else, yeah, yeah. yeah I, uh, Ryan Gosling, same thing. Like he's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I've heard a lot of people say Legend should have been Gosling's part. They should have switched. Ryan Gosling should have been the white, like the the owner of the band, and he would have been like the white guy trying to revolutionize jazz music. Where and then mm. where like John Legend's trying to be like, no, let's keep jazz music as it is. Gotcha. Then I that's an interesting take. I I heard that from someone, and I was like, you know what? That would have been cool. I don't know if John Legend's a huge actor or not, but he can sing, and that would have been cool to see in the music. But, you know, whatever. Emma Stone, she's fine. I, any, At first, I'm like, yeah, anybody could play this part, but, I mean, that last scene's pretty good. She's always quite good, I think. Yeah, in yeah. In all her roles. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, So, what do you... Give me your overall impressions, Joe. Well, um, all right. So... I, there's a lot of things that I picked out, which is what I think it's about is kind of, um, redemption, like, yeah. uh, looking back and sort of seeing like what could have been and based off of like what, what matters most in life in your dreams, you know, or, or not in your dreams, but like what your dreams are. Yeah. Like, should, should you pursue this or should you pursue it? I actually think that there should have been a different ending, but I'll tell you about that later. Okay. Okay. But, um, yeah, I think it's about perseverance. Um, rede- uh, you know, yeah, redemption. Yeah. Redemption. Things like a little that. redemption in there. Um, and nostalgia. Do you like it though? Do... Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it's a superb. Film. Everyone knows. I mean, it's La La Land. It, yeah, it, it's it almost won best picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, um, singing in the rain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so my one issue with this movie is I wish it was more musical focused, actually. It forgets it's a musical about the time they start dating. And then it remembers it's a musical once they break up. Hmm. Right? Like, that's that's my hot take. They do a dance scene in the middle while they're dating. Like, that's the big dance musical scene that goes on for about five to ten minutes. It's right. kind of long. But, yeah. but I think it really... Uh, forgets it's a musical and that's my biggest gripe is i just wanted more of the stuff that happens in that first five minutes that first musical number is so good it's so brilliant i wish there was more like it in it where there's only one more scene that i like that's as good as that one and that's the in the um planetarium or whatever oh okay. where they're dancing in the in the, in night the stars sky. and the yeah lights. my my take is to like you're gonna have people come into your life who will support you and and help you reach the dreams that you should get you know like that you're that you're grabbing for mm-hmm. right like that's the message of the movie um it's sad that we'll we'll talk about the ending when yeah. we like go through the movie and you can tell me okay. kind of what you wanted different it's a deal um i don't know it's sad that they don't end up in the end you know that they marry someone else. Ryan Gosling right. d- does doesn't marry anyone, I think, and it's not clear. But I don't know if it's sad though. Like it's kind of bittersweet, right? It it's, is bittersweet. Like right? you, you, she's you happy. See, she's Emma Stone's happy. happy. Yeah. Ryan Gosling's definitely happy. Right, right, exactly. It's it's a uh, yeah. I think that it's beyond a lot of things. It's a homage to Hollywood well, during, yeah, during of right course. now, yeah. which is cool because if you think about it, Tarantino did a homage to to Hollywood with uh, uh what's his movie uh, once upon a time once in upon hollywood. a time in hollywood and that's like to the old hollywood right and then we get uh la la land which is like the new 
and then you get like singing in the rain which is like the old old yeah <laughs> so I, it's kind of like a timeline it's kind of cool yeah i read an interview where damien chazelle was saying that he was trying to go for a mix he's saying like i'm mixing the new hollywood with the old hollywood with this movie yeah which you can totally see um especially when it's like now in cinemagraph or whatever at the right. very beginning um and it's ultra widescreen uh, which works really well in that first opening scene, but you don't really see it again until maybe that planetarian scene, and that's about it. Yeah, the old sets, and you see Very like cool. homages to posters everywhere, mm-hmm. and cinemas, and, and they're both stuff. nostalgic for that, right? Like yeah. Emma Stone is huge into the old Hollywood, and then Ryan Gosling is huge into the old <clears throat> music scene, and he knows every little thing about that. Um, which serves a purpose. Which does serve a purpose, right? So it starts out with them on um, the old uh, freeway, the 510 or the 95 or whatever that Dude, freeway when is. That, when that happened, I was thinking like, oh, there's so many mad LA people who are like, <laughs> I wish that street wasn't closed. So <laughs> like, that's all I, I thought about. Okay, okay, okay. I, I read like, about this. Okay, the guy, they said that they closed down um, their, just the, the, um, share ride road, the ride share road. So if you, uh, if you carpool with one another, then that's the freeway you would take. So it didn't mess. They said it didn't mess with traffic okay. too much, <laughs> but they did close it off for two days to shoot the scene. This is why we have LA traffic. It's because of freaking La La Land. Because La La Land. You know why it's called La La Land, right? LA. LA. Yeah. LA. yeah. And it's a musical. It's a play on words. La La. La la. la 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 land it's cute it's so cute it's so they they close out the the freeway and all the la traffic is just so mad and they start doing a musical right in the middle and it's brilliant it's so good my favorite scene in the whole movie i listen to the soundtrack by the way all the time it's, it's one good. of my it's one of my favorites same <clears throat> the sound mixing's weird a little bit on the soundtrack like you can hear in movie stuff mixed in with the in-studio stuff. Mm-hmm. So it has some weird buzzes and stuff. It's not a perfect soundtrack, but like anytime Emma Stone sings, it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but they have this very colorful um, scene with like people wearing different color shirts, different color cars. They're dancing on it. They said they used a hundred extras. They have a live band and they start dancing in the middle. Oh, it's so good. If you haven't seen this movie, go watch it. You know, yeah. like you're missing out. Yeah, especially if you like cinema, uh, kind of like the uh, he's the bored. old Joe's bored. He's yawning. <laughs> I got four hours of sleep last night, so that's his fault. I'm like dying, I'm just kidding, <laughs> dying in front of you. So, um, how did you watch this? Do you own it? No, I I rented it. Oh, did you? Yeah, I have. I own it. I've owned it since it came out. <laughs> oh, nice. I think I saw it three times in theaters. I've seen it three times. Though. That's where you need to see it. Is I know. Theater. I wish they would re-release this during the COVID mm. time because. Now is the time to kind of re-release old movies to kind of feel how people want to go to the movies or not. When people can't go to theaters? Yeah. Well, some of them are – like Idaho has open uh, theaters. Like we can go see Tenet right now if you wanted. That's true. We could. But we won't because we're responsible. We're responsible, barely. We're barely We're dying inside. We are. I haven't been to a movie theater in 100 years. I know. It's like prison. What was the last movie you saw in theaters? I could tell you. what my We went in March. Like the last probably possible time you go to a movie theater, uh, the lighthouse. So in December. Yeah. We went. We went to the Invisible Man. Or October, I think it was. Oh wow! So it's been a long, time. Yeah. almost a year. Yeah. 
we went to the drive-in um last week and we saw new mutants and uh and bill and ted's at the drive-in for all you young kids who don't know what a drive-in is <laughs> if you're 50 viewers well you get the idea of what a drive-in uh, is by the name <laughs> well i don't think they have them anymore do they not really for... idaho has like three and yeah, just our like area idaho has a bunch of them i think it's reason. because it's kind of people are just i don't know i don't know why we have so many around here because we don't have anything else. I guess so. <laughs> it's fun. I like going to the drive-in, except for the sound sucks. That's the biggest issue with me. Is like, yeah. I want to hear good sound. Drive-ins are not the place to hear that. But uh, yeah, we saw Bill and Ted's and New Mutants. Uh, skip on New Mutants. Go see Bill and Ted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Tenet's playing at the drive-in, and I've been tempted. <sighs> I know. I really want to watch that. I do too. But do I want to see it at the drive-in? That's my issue. No. I'm wondering if they'll keep Tenet in the movie theater for like a year. Like they won't. Re- I don't think they're going to release it digitally for a while. That could be. I if I was Warner Brothers, I wouldn't. I would say, yeah, this is. I mean, mm. it's going to slowly start reopening. Tenet's the movie to go see while it's slowly reopening, even if there's new movies out. Like. Even if, maybe Black Widow might be might change that, but even like Mulan or anything that comes to the theaters, even though Mulan's coming to Disney Plus or whatever, mm-hmm. Tenet they'll they'll just push like Tenet's the one to see. I hope so. I hope so too. I I want to go see it. I want to see an IMAX, but oh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, La La Land. Yeah, I want to get back to the soundtrack though. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I'm a musician. Yeah. Oh, you know. Joe's very similar to Carlton in that way. Like they both are very popular or like they know music really well where I'm just the outcast, even though I know this album very well. Yeah. You outcast. <laughs> no, it's good. No. Uh, but it's really, um, that's, what's cool about it because it is a homage to jazz. Right. And yeah. the, the guy, Justin Hurwitz, who, who did the, the music, the music, uh-huh. he was a Harvard grad with the, who was the director? Um, Damien Chazelle, Damien Chazelle. So, probably the best like he's probably the best up-and-comer director in hollywood right now yeah he's and he's good. only 32 no, yeah he's 35 he's 35 well they're yeah they're about the same age they're very young oh they came up together didn't they they were in similar classes oh, at harvard like okay. they were classmates well and damien chazelle played the drums he was a drummer for a band in college oh. was my understanding that's why he does a lot of music directing oh, that's cool he he watched music movies and he was just like this is a joke like i can make movies better than this and then he made whiplash and he was right <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. that's such a good movie anyway, um, good. yeah but yeah he uh so they've won they won the oscar for best original score and for best uh song song did yeah they, best or song. did a disney movie win it no it was them they oh, won it for La land cool. and for whiplash both I'm pretty sure. Best song for Whiplash or just score? Maybe just best. I think it's both for hmm. both. We could look that up. Well, but, I'll look it up while you're talking about it. But um, anyway, both of them are jazz, right? So obviously he comes from like a major jazz background. So with this film, I thought it was really interesting that they would choose sort of like the uh, jazz as like the, the, the nostalgic thing that's kind of going away, right? But it's also the same for the characters. So you can see how the writing and direction of the director coincides so much with the composer. Mm. Like, I feel like they made the, the film together, like completely. I could be wrong, but I think, I think they did. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by that. City of Stars did win Best Song. Yeah. 
I want to look up Whitlash. Yeah, it won Best Original Song and Best Original Score. Yeah. What about Whiplash? Uh, did it even have an original song in it? Best Achievement in Sound yeah. Mixing, Film Editing. It won Film Editing, Sound Mixing, and Supporting Role for J.K. Simmons. Oh, okay. So it didn't win. No, it didn't even get nominated. Oh, Adapted okay. Screenplay, Best Picture, Sound Mixing won, film it, which it does have amazing sound mixing. Film Editing, and then Best Supporting Role. Oh, that's surprising. I thought it would have won like Best Score. Yeah. Got the mixing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Which they're combined. Did you know they're combining that now with mixing and sound? There's two sound categories, sound mixing and sound editing. Like design, sound design. design? Sound design. They're mixed. They're combining them now. It's going to be one Oscar. Because oh. a lot of people don't really know what the difference is anyways. And they probably work together anyways, too. Like, they probably work together as well, I would think. So, well, is, isn't sound design like making the, the making the, the sound? The hoofs, like the hoof yeah, prints. I don't know. In the, in the I gotta look into that. And people are probably yelling at us right now. Yeah, like, who no, knows? Dude. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't know enough about movies to understand it. Yeah, the, the guy, what was his name? The guy who wrote the music? Justin Horwitz. Did he write the lyrics, Horwitz. too, of the songs? I'm not sure. Because the guy who did that also did The Greatest Showman, which I do not like that movie. But <laughs> do you like The Greatest Showman? I've never seen it. Oh, you've never seen it? I've, I've heard, I've listened to it, but I've <sighs> never seen Maybe it. we should do The Greatest Showman. Carlton would be so mad if we did Greatest Showman with Does he like though. The Greatest Showman? He loves That's his it favorite movie, isn't it? Of that year or something. I he, don't know. He, told, I, he said in, in our last podcast that that was his favorite sure movie. He loved, I'm sure it is. I, think. I, I hate it. I, I think it is. I think, yeah, I think it's garbage for the ears. <laughs> well, first of all, the guy it's based off of is a garbage human being, right? The guy who created the circus or whatever. He owned slaves and he would like uh, put them in tents for houses. And oh, that's a, dude. Yeah, he was a garbage human being. Um, but anyways, that's what we're, t- we're talking about. La La Land. La La. Um, so then th- this is where we meet um, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. What's the character's name? Do you know? Sebastian. Sebastian and Mia. Mia, thank you. Or Maya. No, Mia, I think it's Mia. Maya, Mia. And Sebastian and Mia, and then we kind of follow Mia out, and uh, there she's an actress trying to get a role, and she works at a Starbucks type place, and we we kind of follow her around how she doesn't have a lot of money. She has three or four roommates that don't really come back. <laughs> They kind of disappear into the movie. Right. <laughs> Just fine. They come back at the end where she has the play, you know? You mm-hmm. can see them. Like, they're the only ones there. Yeah. But they convince her to go to uh, this this party. Um, oh, there's actually a really good scene that happens before this where uh, she has a audition. And... Oh, yeah. She's like crying, right? Like, mm-hmm. just acting the crap out of the scene. And somebody knocks on the door behind her. You can see what's behind them. And... Uh, the, the producer, the casting director is like, yeah, come on in. And she's like, hey, I have a phone call for you. Do you want to take it now? Or do you like give me two minutes or whatever? And she's like, oh, yeah, give me about a minute. This will be over in just about 30. <laughs> and it just throws off Emma Stone. She looks so – that's another good thing, I guess, that worked really well uh, with her winning the Oscar. But uh, Yeah, that's a good one. She she looks so thrown off. And I, I guess I've never done an audition. This movie actually – I'll talk about this in a second, but – she never got the audition, but I guess that's pretty natural, right? Like, I guess that happens a lot during auditions. And it happens again. There's two scenes that show that. It happened to me. <laughs> like, if I did it, I would, like, feel... Horrible. You'd feel so bad. Dude, like, I, I, I get thrown off with just the slightest 
tap on my shoulder if I like I can never do that you're really exposed too right like you're crying in this small room with two people and then a third person comes in and then you're like whoa this is yeah white rooms walls yeah it's getting real interesting closing in but this movie really is about like following your dreams and it works out for them a little too well Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about that it works out a little too well for them and I, I remember when I was younger like I think Emma Stone, she seems older in this movie, but I was hoping I one one change if I would make a change to this movie, I wish they were a bit younger, both of them. I wish Emma Stone was like 18, 19 and and Ryan Gosling was like 18, 19, but they're both probably in their mid 20s or upper 30s or something, especially Ryan Gosling, he's a little older. Um because like when I was 18 or 19, I I really did like I think you did too, Joe. Where we wanted to kind of move to California and like yep. I really wanted to get into directing and or acting both. I don't know and yeah. but like it just falls apart the older you get. This movie, it's the opposite. It's like nope, it works out for you. That's what I didn't like about the film. Oh okay. That's why I think it should have a different ending. But I'll okay. We'll, we'll get back. Yeah, to we'll that. get back to that. I'm 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 jumping the gun on this one. I'm doing it. I'm jumping the gun. Stop jumping the gun, man. It's my fault. <laughs> no, talk about whatever you want. No, no. Well, yeah, I will. Okay. This is Fine. rom-com dudes. This is rom-com dudes. By the way, both men and women are dudes. I just want to emphasize that. It's not just men. I'm glad that you... Uh... <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Okay. I'm glad that you made that distinction. Um. Okay. So, <laughs> where are we at? So, now, do we... Where are we at? I don't even know. Oh, the party, the party, the party. So they go to the party. This is a wonderful song. Do you know that? I want to follow the soundtrack. Hold on. I'm going to pull up the soundtrack on my phone. Because I like the song. Which one? The With the roommates when they go to the party. Oh. What one is that? I can't remember. It's uh, A Lovely Night. No. Someone in the crowd. Ah. Yes. Yeah, someone in the crowd. Someone in the crowd. Oh, so good. (laughs) And they go to this party, (laughs) and they want Emma Stone to find a guy. That's kind of what it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, she gets depressed. Nothing's working out. So she leaves, and then it kind of – this is where we are introduced to Ryan Gosling, and we're finding out he's like this major talent – majorly talented – Pianist, penist, 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 and he, <laughs> and he, uh, he loses his jobs all the time. He can't hold a job. He really just wants to own a jazz club. Okay, this I I'm just gonna cut in for a second. Please, no, cut in any time. Because does it not make sense that he like owns that beautiful car? <laughs> is it beautiful? <laughs> it's pretty cool. It is cool. Maybe that's well. That's all he has. And like, you look in his dude, apartment, can, he has nothing. You can never afford that on your own, like being a pianist, he, though, in no, L.A. No, he owned a club or something before that, remember? It he got did? shut down. Or he was, like, working for it. They said that pretty early on when his sister uh, comes in. I must in. have missed it. And he's, she's like, well, you've, been, you've had this club shut down for, like, three months. You need to get, un- unpack your boxes. And he's like, no, no, like, I'm just going to leave them packed because I'm going to move soon. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Because I was, I was like, well, Emma Stone, like, Mia's character... Makes sense because she's with a bunch of roommates. In yeah, LA. like that's how it actually is. I think she. <laughs> you, know? you can kind of tell too. It's she like, has a lot of parental support, right? Like that's in the movie. She goes home. Her parents are there to support right, her. Right, she right, calls right. her mom a lot. So I'm wondering if they're helping out. 
Hmm. They usually do with actors and actresses. Anyway, that's a side thing. That yeah. Was a, that was my little No, beef. that's fair. What's weird is he doesn't really have a nice piano, which you would think like that's what he would invest in. Oh, but it sounds like a nice piano. It does. <laughs> I got it. We need to talk sounds... about this. Damien Chazelle knows how to direct music, right? Like mm-hmm. it's brilliant. It makes it, it makes Ryan Gosling the best looking pianist I've ever seen. And I, he did kind of learn did the he? piano. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's but it's seen. not to that extent. Right. Like, no way. But but Damien Chazelle, I wanted, I kind of wish Carlton was here because we watched a movie called, not that I don't love you, Joe, but we watched a movie called <laughs> P.S. I Love You. Uh, what was that movie called? Yeah, I think it's called P.S. Yeah, I Love P.S. You. P.S. I Love You. And then there's the sequel, P.S. I Still Love You or whatever. There's a sequel? <laughs> we watched it. It's on our podcast. And uh, there's a guy in it, Probably. Carlton knows about him, who plays the piano. And he's a talented piano player. He's a pop artist. Like, he knows how to do all this thing. But the guy directing the movie freaking chopped it like an idiot. Like, it doesn't look like he plays the piano in the movie. But then, like, we read online that he played this beautiful five-minute piece, and it's in the movie. But the director, or whoever's choice this was, shot it directly behind. So all you see is the boy and the girl sitting at the piano, and he's doing this, but it's all behind his back. And you can't see his fingers at all. Where then you watch something like La La Land with Damien Chazelle, who knows how to direct a movie. He's uh-huh. doing this angled shot where you can see freaking Ryan Gosling playing a piano, and it looks like he's playing the piano, oh, yes. which I think he is to a degree. I mean, they dubbed it, but he, he at least practiced it, like, oh, like yeah. to be able to to have it in the right positions. Oh yeah, and he just—it's just so good. You can—it just looks so realistic, and it, it to a degree it is. Yeah, but it. Damien Chazelle is just like, I'm not, I'm not faking this. We're not going to go over the piano. We're not going to go behind the back. I want you to play the piano. Not only do I want you to play the piano, but I'm going to pan the camera around your back. Like do full on one and a half minute shots of you playing music. Those are such cool shots too. There's that. Well, at the very beginning, he has a really good crane shot that starts like way up high and then kind of soars down below, goes underneath like, oh, it just, it's amazing yeah, he does it, it gets Emma. better uh, he does with mia a lot yeah like when she does auditions mm-hmm. the final thing and she, he does it at the clubs a lot too like whenever uh uh sebastian is that his name yeah sebastian. yeah sebastian's playing in the club and like mia's dancing or whatever that's a one shot a shotter right. oh my god it's good it's so good <laughs> it makes it really stylistic so this is when we hear their theme for the first time when he's unpacking his box and it's the it's the city of stars and it repeats and repeats it's just like any musical right like it's it's their song Mm -hmm. and it's his song he wants to play and it's christmas time and so he his sister's telling him hey go get a freaking job you need a job and she he's like fine i don't want to get a job but i'll I'll get a job so he gets a Mm -hmm. job at a at a restaurant playing christmas music and this is the introduction of J.K. Simmons, who's in, in, in J.K. Simmons is in the in this movie a total of what five minutes, right? <laughs> ten minutes. It's less than five. It's less than ten. And he, uh, even though like he won the best supporting actor in Whiplash for the same director. I know that's all I thought about too. I was like, it's such a small. It's just role. like a cameo. Yeah, it's, it's like what it is. It's and, like, he, and he killed it. <laughs> and that's well, that's J.K. That's Simmons great. though. Like J.K. Simmons does small roles and he doesn't care. Right, mm-hmm. he'll do like these major roles like Whiplash, but then he'll do things like this, or I don't know. He does a lot of he does a lot. I don't know. Did you see the Legend of Korra? No. Or like Avatar? No. Is he in Avatar? He's in the Legend of Korra. He's uh, Aang's son. 
Oh. So it's crazy. Like, he'll do these things. I mean, he is bald. He is bald. So is Aang's makes, son. Makes sense. Yeah. Um. Anyways, he gets a job with J.K. Simmons, and J.K. Simmons is like, play my music. Play my set list. And Ryan Gosling's like, how about uh, one for me, one for you? He's like, no, 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 no. And then he's like, two for me, one for you? Or two for you, one for me? He's like, no, no, no. I love this scene. He's like, fine, all for you, none for me. He's like, perfect, you're hired. <laughs> he like mm-hmm. Sits him down and he's like, dun, 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 <laughs> But really, Ryan Gosling wants to play some freaking yeah, jazz. He over-exaggerates the, to, the, the, sh- the show. Like, he makes it like show tuny yeah, and yeah. overplays it because he's bored. But like, the scene of the, the restaurant looks like it should be kind of cool jazz Christmas yeah. music. That's what I was like, man, just let him play some jazz. Look at the scene of this. It looks like it's right. jazz music scene. But there are people in this world who do that and who are the boss and they don't understand it's and they so went true. their way you know and especially jk simmons no, types jk simmons types man and then emma stone shows up because she's sick of the party right she just leaves and she's like kind of hungry or she, i don't remember why she gets into this restaurant do you know why oh she she had just butchered the audition right is that and she i thought she, it was after the the scene I don't know. It's not. It's not really that important. This is where they first meet each other, yeah, kind of. First meet. Then, Ryan or Ryan Gosling starts playing "City of Stars" on the piano instead of "Jingle Bells" or whatever the Christmas song is, mm-hmm. and it catches Emma Stone's attention. Oh no, she! They go out to drinks. They're just at the restaurant, I think. Her and the roommate, and it doesn't matter. No, because she comes in and he he plays that, and then she's like, "Wow, that was really good." And then he pushes. Yeah, he doesn't her say anything aside. because she, he starts playing "City Stars" and J.K. Simmons does the yeah, J.K. Simmons yeah. things. All like, she you're knows, fired. All she knows about him is that he's the guy that like shakes his head and at her, flips him, flips her off <laughs> right, because yeah. of traffic. Because <laughs> yeah. she's the worst. Yeah, so she she's like, "Oh, this guy's just a jerk," mm-hmm. and that's kind of the end of that scene, but that's the first time they actually have physical contact slash more of a moment than the car moment. Yeah. Which we didn't really talk about, but the, the whole highway musical scene was so that those two could kind of see each other for a, a quick second. Yeah. They keep meeting. Yeah. Like many love stories. Cause that's how it happens. You always meet each other a million times in a big city. Like LA. it's a small world out there. <laughs> it's so small. La La Land, you know. They have It's a Small World in L.A. because it's such a small world. After all. After all. Yeah. Thanks, Disney. <laughs> um, So then she has another audition. It kind of goes the next day. I don't know. Ryan Gosling's doing his thing. He gets fired. Emma Stone has an audition. But this is, is this the quick audition? The call? No. It doesn't matter. There's another party they go to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> And, um, she, it's, she goes to these parties to really just to, um, meet other actors or producers or directors. And she ends up meeting a writer at this party who's like getting his, his movie made and he's really excited about it. He's world building or something like that. But what happens is she hears music and it's Iran or no take on me. They're playing Mm -hmm. take on me. And she goes and checks it out and there's freaking Ryan Gosling on the on the guitar rocking it out rocking yeah. it out and uh just to make some moolah so he keep his rent or whatever i don't know <laughs> yeah who knows the one thing that's frustrating now that i'm thinking about it is emma emma stone has a boyfriend but it kind of comes out of nowhere do you remember that 
Gregory or whatever his yeah, name is. Yeah, he kind of just shows up. Yeah, he could have just not been in the picture. Because this, this movie does take place over a year. Yeah, I don't see why he would even be in the movie. I don't know. Well, it's fine that he's in the movie, but introduce him sooner than like when they start before they start dating. Well, he's gone as soon as he's mentioned. Yeah, it's it's a <laughs> so, weird it's weird he's know. in it. I, I don't know. Well, the reason he's in it is so that she can feel conflict to not go see him perform or something. Yeah. And then it happens to him. I don't know. It doesn't work. Gosh, I'm pulling so many strings to one of my favorite movies of this year. It's <laughs> unraveling in front of me. Oh no. You know what's interesting though? Hmm. That I found was in a lot of the scenes where like Ryan Gosling's uh, Sebastian and I don't know why I say their their actor name. You names. can say the actor's name, they get it. Uh where like Sebastian and Mia um either are having a conflict or are, like really trying to get together. There's a black couple that's dancing in the background. Yeah. Every time. It's really weird. No, it's not. Oh, like, is it I, not? I, I think it's it's symbolic. Be, like, For because, what? Because they have their shit together. Like, like they're it's just an, old, an old couple. It's an old couple I see what you're that, saying. that are enjoying themselves. Ryan Gosling yeah. even dances with her in yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. scenes. But that, that's when they were breaking up. Right. But but it kind of that's where it's like revel, the, yeah, revelation it's like happened. The contrast. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, I, I no, I did cool. notice that. Um, it's in like three scenes. Yeah, I think Ryan Gosling should have been a black man, but it's okay. Wait, why? 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 I've already talked What's about that? it. I, think I know. What, what was it again? John Legend should have been Ryan Gosling's part. I really think so. It would the movie would have made more sense. Why is Ryan Gosling loving jazz? Like, how does he figure this out? What's wrong with him loving jazz? No, it's nothing, but it's kind of weird when he's like, you know, jazz started in New Orleans, and I, it's like, what? Why? Like, I guess it's fine. I'm <laughs> yeah, a white guy talking about fine. jazz, too, and what do I know? <laughs> yeah. Joe's a huge piano player, everyone. I do play piano. He's going to play it for you right now. I was going to do McDonald's, but I don't think I'm allowed to. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> what a tangent. What are we even talking about? Okay, so Emma... Oh, too close. A lot. <clears throat> Emma Stone sees Ryan Gosling playing the guitar for the first... Or, yeah, for the second time. And she does a request and blah, blah, blah. Here's another song. It's Iran. And... Uh, he finishes and Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone start talking and he's like, I'm so sorry. I blew you off like that. I just got fired. Mm. <laughs> I was not having the best night. And she's like, Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. And that's kind of where that, I don't know that they start falling in love a little bit there. It's, it's beautiful stuff. Um, that's then where they kind of then are like talking about their interests. Like, Hey, I'm a jazz pianist and she's like oh i'm trying to be an actress and then he brings up a movie he's like oh and she's like he says like a quote from it like ah stella what was the movie do you remember i don't remember but uh emma stone's like yeah i've never seen it and he's like oh we gotta go watch it let's go see it and she's like he's like what are you what are you doing later and he she's like oh nothing but it's for it's for the like this is for a role i'm doing this for a role right and so they go and see this movie she gets a call back 
at that very moment. And is that right? No. So she, (laughs) (laughs) no. So she, she actually, she, she realizes she has a, a a date with, with, uh, what's her, her boyfriend. Boyfriend. Right. Right. So I guess he does have a role. I suppose. It sucks though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so he's, he's over at their family's place. She's over there or, or they're at a restaurant and, and, uh, she gets the epiphany. Right, she says. Oh yeah. She's like she she realizes that she does not love this guy. Yeah, they were. That's She's why hearing they the music. The she knows yes. the music that that comes along with City Sebastian. of Stars. City of Stars. Yeah. She hears it on the intercom. That's right. They're in love. That's yes. right. Oh, you hit your stand. I know. Whoops. Now it's on. I can see the spike. I'm just kidding. We'll edit it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make me do a lot of work, Joe. I'll edit it. I don't care. I can do it. I've been doing every single one. And it sucks. <laughs> okay. Shoot, producer Joe. Producer Joe. Um, okay, that's right. She ends up going to the movies. They're about to kiss for the first time, and then the film burns up. Oh, man. Got blocked by the film. Can't. Cock blocked. Don't by... say. Uh, I'm trying to make this family friendly. Don't see. Oh, the... is this family friendly? Oh, oh my gosh. You said yes word earlier too. I'm yeah, gonna have I've to done a lot of that things. Out. Gosh dang you, Joe. I've done a lot of things. You're giving me a lot of work is what you're giving me. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Um, Okay. Then they go to dinner. No, they go to the jazz club the first time. She's like, I have a confession. No, she goes to the movie after that. Mm. He, he, He was stood up at the movie because she went to the dinner with her. Right, but then she still goes to the movie. And then, then she's she about to kiss. To yeah, she, they were about to kiss, and then the it burns oh, out. Yeah, 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 we already yeah, talked yeah. about all this. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And then what's next then? After Is that the jazz club? Movie? Yes. So she, okay, yep. So she, this is where the jazz thing starts to come into play. Because people are like, or or she is. She's she's saying, I don't get, I don't get jazz. Like, and lots of people don't. She said she doesn't like jazz. Right. And that's when Ryan Gosling's like, like what? But no, no, no. Before that, though, this is where Emma Stone kind of introduces what she likes. You know, she, Ryan Gosling finds her at the Starbucks, mm-hmm. and they're. But I don't know how we got to this point. It just must be the next day or whatever. But Emma Stone is working. Ryan Gosling's like, "Hey, are you off? Like, do you want to go hang out? What are you What are you doing today?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm off in ten minutes or whatever." And then they start walking the the back lots of Universal. It looks like. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, this is, you know, across from where I work is where Humphrey Bogart said, I love you to the lady in, in Casablanca or, or whatever. And he's like, oh, that's, that's amazing. Really. He's kind of just like trying to be with this girl, <laughs> just mm-hmm. be nice. And he's like, do you really like that about this place? And she's like, yeah, it's magical. And then they start walking the lots and he's, she's seeing like, oh, you know, like this is just cool. You don't see this every day. And I think that's kind of like they're coming from similar places. Yeah, yeah. That's the idea of like they have these passions. Yeah, like they're super passionate about the old nostalgia of of what they do. And and if you're passionate – this is the message, right? If you're passionate about about something, you will end up making it in the end. Like they say that in the movie. They're like people like – Yeah, they both get famous and get their dreams. People like it when you're passionate about something. They want to pay you money – to see you being passionate about something mm-hmm. like people want to live your passions. Right. And so there that's, that's why I thought this was important before we go into the jazz thing. 
because then they're okay. walking down the they're just walking down the back lots and she's like i have a confession and he's like what and she's like i hate jazz and he's like what does that even mean everyone says i hate jazz <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know the chemistry between the two are great right this is the second movie we've done on rom-com dudes with emma stone and ryan gosling getting together we did crazy stupid love too Oh, and okay. that's they also get together in that movie, so they mm. already have the chemistry. They've worked together. They're also they they also were in Gangster Squad together. I don't know if you knew that or not. But I don't even know what Gangster Squad is. It's a dumb movie, is what it is. And uh, is it a dumb movie? It's by the guy who did Zombieland, the guy who directed Zombieland. Mm. Yeah. So then they start going back and forth, and it's just showing at this point, Ryan Gosling's just telling his passions, like. Jazz is interesting because there's like pushes and pulls and they're they're trying to work together but they're also wanting the spotlight and and he's she's like well what about like Kenny G? And he's <laughs> like what about Kenny G? And she's like you know that's the music that people don't like in jazz and he's like Kenny G is just some sellout like he's just trying to make money like real jazz is this it's just so complicated so complex. And he, she's like, yeah, well, I don't know. It's, I don't know if it's my thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's when he takes her to the club. Oh, right, 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 right. And they go to okay. this like New Orleans, like back alley club. And it's, it's these guys are playing jazz and he's explaining jazz to her while they're playing it. He's like, look, the trumpet player just took over. You hear that? Yeah. Now, oh, look, 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 the piano just decided to come in and the j trumpet player now has to back off. And it is interesting, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. It's similar to you know, acting and having to act off people. Yeah, he for was, sure. He was, you know, uh, acting to her senses. Yeah. Like making, you know, they, they have similar interests and they're very similar, different. They're different, but similar things. We didn't talk about, um, lovely night, which happens at the same club or the same party as the guitar scene. She's like trying to get out of this party. It, it's finally night. It's probably been a few hours. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Ryan Gosling gets her out of a situation of being with that writer. Oh, right. And yes, we, this is one walk. of the better scenes. We should have talked about it. But they go on a walk together, and it's called – They. this is where they sing the song Lovely Night. On the bench. On the bench. This is very singing in the rain. Th this – okay. This was actually one of my favorites. Yeah, that's fair. This is a good because scene. Because it's uh, – well, I, I – and I shouldn't do this. But I do compare it to scene in the rain. It, you're supposed to, I think. It's 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 very similar. Like yeah, the they way are. they're stylized is similarly. But uh, therefore, I kind of don't give this movie its dues with the choreography. Because yeah, the choreography is not that. The singing's not that good either. But but the choreography in in that scene particularly was super good. Like the tap dancing. Oh, okay. Oh, amazing. you liked it. I loved it. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I I, so good. See, I don't think it's as good as singing in the rain, but it's not supposed to, I guess it doesn't have to be. It's just reminiscent of singing in yeah. the rain. I wanted them to work them to death. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted them to like, just be amazing. Yeah. Like Gene Kelly and, oh, yeah. and, uh, O'Connor and, and Kelly or whatever her name is. Right. I, yeah, I, I understand that's, it's a, and, and the lighting looks good. It's on a hill looking over Los Angeles, which is, it's so reminiscent of Los Angeles itself. If you go to Los Angeles, there's a lot of hills that do that. Yeah. Um, so it is a, it's a really good scene. Well shot too. It just looks, and that's another one shooter. They, they mm -hmm. said it's, I think it's a 10 minute one shot yeah, and they which tried is also it. reminiscent of seeing in the rain. Yeah. That's yeah. what he was trying to go for. He said, Damien Chazelle. So 
we didn't talk about that, but that's when they really start kind of falling for each other and she can't find his, her car and I don't know. It's cute. It's a cute scene. Yeah. Her, her Prius, <laughs> her Prius. Well, they, I like too, that they just have tap shoes there. It's so yeah. cool. Like it's so Hollywood. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh, look at these magical tap shoes just showing up. Yeah. It's homage to the old ways. Yeah. You know, it doesn't stuff. need an explanation. Who cares? It's a movie. You're there to get, you know, lost in the world. Yeah. No, I would never like look at La La Land and be like, Oh, this is real. <laughs> Like, like this actually happens in real life, yeah. you know, but, but the, the, the moral of it is, you know, the, of the story is really cool. Right. Which I really like the underlying tale. Um, so, oh, it's the Warner brothers back lot. Anyways, talking about her passions and then they go to the jazz club. They talk about his passions. Um, um yeah, we need to wrap it up. Do we? Yeah. Oh, it is it's close. seven. So then they go to the observatory is the next big scene. I love this scene. It's very magical. This is cinema, right? It's like you do things in movies that you don't normally do in in like a TV show or any other medium. It's like you can make people float. You can make people be yeah. stars. And that's what this observatory is. The idealism of love. Yeah, it's very, very good. They fall in love at this moment. Like this is the moment they fall in love. And it's just a five to five to ten minute dance scene. That's very musical reminiscent as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're almost done, Joe. Jeez. Um, gotta get going. We gotta hike, guys. We I gotta know, go we, on We're gonna hike. go on a hike after this. Well, look, there's ads on your... Uh... <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> funny. it wouldn't be a... On your TV. wouldn't be on my TV without an ad. Okay, so um, then she gets a call saying like, hey, uh, I need you to come to this callback. They go to the callback. And it's like, she says two words and she's like, nope, you're good. The the director is like, nope. Okay, next. Thank you. You're good. And she's like, oh, really? Oh, okay. And at this moment, Sebastian's trying to like say, hey, no, no, it's okay. Like, you should just write your own play. Just do your own thing. She's like, eh, okay, fine. She starts writing her own play. Um, and then we meet John Legend. We're only halfway through the movie. We got <laughs> Okay, yeah. we gotta hurry. We gotta. We hurry. might need to just skip a few things. Yeah, uh, but the John Legend stuff's pretty important. John Legend. Oh, by the way, John Legend came in looking like Spock. <laughs> Did you see his shirt? Was, no, it looked like he was from Star Trek. Anyway, it's awesome. It was pretty. Well, great. they're at the so they meet John Legend, who's playing John Legend, right? Yep. Like that's really what he's playing. And it's like, I'm John Legend. That's pretty much it. And he writes a song that uh is like very jazz reminiscent but again it's like improvement we kind of talked about this earlier and she, he says hey sebastian i want to hire you come be my pianist right. Eighty thousand a year no it's a thousand dollars a week so fifty two thousand dollars oh yeah fifty two. Yeah. so but he gets like I mean, labels sucks. and also the back end of labels and and merchandise and whatever else we sell you get a percentage of that and he's like okay yeah i love this <laughs> right so well, at first he said no, and then he said yes. <clears throat> so then he starts touring with them, and Emma Stone doesn't see her, see him as much and starts getting frustrated. And then what's the tipping point for her to move home? So he is going against what he stands for. Yes, yes. So, he wanted to open a jazz bar. Right. He's, he's a, he was a, a jazz club, enthusiast. He's selling out to become more pop-ish. Right. You know, he's he's going against his ideals of what what he was trying to save in the first place, which right. was the old jazz. Right. Which is dying. And now and now he doesn't even because he's like, oh, yeah, I'll be, t- I'll be touring for two or three years. And Emma Stone's like, or Mia's like, well, wh- what? 
don't you want to open a jazz um, store or, you know, a jazz club? And he's like, well, you know, like, I'm just, I guess, kind of settling. I, I, I'm, we have a good gig. I'm making money. Like, aren't we fine? And she's like, you're not following your dreams. And then they start fighting and then they break up. Yep. Um, but the, at this moment too, she finishes her play and she does the play. But Ryan Gosling ha- has, um, a photograph a photography session with his band yeah, so he misses it and she gets upset that's what pushes her to the edge <laughs> to go to her parents home. yep she's like no we're done then ryan gosling gets a phone call which is weird but she he gets the phone call saying like hey i have a can you is is M, uh, mia with you and he says no not anymore and she says well i'd love to get with her i i want to have a meeting with her so she can play a part in a movie and he's like, oh, what, really? Like an audition? She's like, yeah, yeah. So they, Brian Gosling drives all the way to Nevada to pick her up and um, tells her like, hey, there's an audition for you. It sounds very promising because of your play. And she's like, no, I'm done. I'm done with all of this Hollywood stuff. They pick her up. He, he says, fine, I'll be here for 24 hours. If you want to come, I'll be here at 8 a.m. He gets there, picks her up, goes all the way back, goes to the audition, and it's great, right? Like the director, the casting director's like, "Hey, man, um, like it's it's a three month shoot, four month leeway. Uh, we don't have a script yet, but um, you know, it's something. You're you're something we want in this movie." And she's like, "Oh, really?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah. Can you just like just for us? Can you tell us a story?" And she's like, "Um, I don't know." And she's like. And the casting director's like, I saw your play, you're a storyteller. Can you tell us a story? She's like, yeah. And then that, this is where we hear the ant song. What's the song called? Um, oh, I don't remember. But I'll look it up. But I did notice that. We even talk about City of Stars. That's okay. The Fool Who Dreams. The Fool Who Dreams, yeah. Because we find out earlier that Emma Stone's aunt was an actress in, mm-hmm. in France. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah, so... And this, of course, parallels with what the movie is kind of about, right? Like dipping your feet in, yeah, getting into the water, right, without with your bare feet and just smiling, yep, right. Which is go for your dreams, enjoy life, do what you love, don't worry about the rest, right? Yeah. Um, and the and then the the ending after that goes they they find each other in the bar or in, in his new, in his club. Right. Right. Uh, and he named it her name, the well, one that she wanted. Yeah. Before, I mean, they're still kind of dating at this moment. Like they're kind of back together and they start dating some more. And then they're like, this isn't working. We're not working right. for each other. Right. And, and then they break it off. And this has happened over a year. It's kind of 500 days of summer. Yeah. And then, it, and, then it, and then it goes forward like in time. Five years. Yeah. Like or five more, years. 10. It could be 10 years. She's famous. He's got his bar. Yeah, he he opened uh, his jazz bar, his jazz club. Um, totally different. But his lives. jazz club is successful. Like there's yeah. hundreds of people in his jazz club. Right, right. And he, yeah, she has like movie posters out in in mm-hmm. L.A. Yeah, so so they they're living their ideal lives, but just not with each other. Like they right. thought. But they said there the one of the last scenes they had before this moment is is Emma Stone turns to Ryan Gosling and says, "I will always love you." And Ryan Gosling said, I will always love right. you too. Exactly. It's a, it's a dream. It's a dream. It's, it's what they wish could have been. Yeah. But that's why it's bittersweet at the end. Right. Right. Because they do get what they want. Right. But they had to sacrifice what they had to get it. Yeah. I mean, 
each other were just stepping stones to their foreseeable future, I guess, of this dream coming true of them being huge actresses or yeah. a huge jazz owner. Right. And then it and then it does this really cool thing where it does the projector screen. And, and, oh, they're, yeah. and they're looking in front of the projector screen and they're looking at what their life could have been. Yeah, yeah. If like everything they were together. Aligned. Right. Yeah, that's that's when um Emma Stone and her husband go they're gonna go out for dinner. They're just having a date night, and Emma Stone says, Hey, let's turn off here because I'm pretty sure she knows about this bar, this club. Mm-hmm. And so they go to Ryan Gosling's club. Ryan Gosling sees Emma Stone in the in the audience and it just like freezes him. Which it would, right? Like this love of your life type person comes into your workplace. It's going to throw you off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're saying is like yep. the, the silver screen comes down and they show each other's life if they were together. Right. So this is where I would say it needs to be changed. Okay. Okay. So in the projector. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Drum roll. Drum roll, please. <laughs> okay, let's hear. This is a bombshell. We've been we've been building up for this for an hour, <laughs> so we gotta hear it. Okay, so okay, we're ready, Joe. Okay, anytime, just give it to I'm us. I'm ready. I'm gonna give it. Okay, to okay, you. okay. I'm listening. <laughs> okay, so the projector screen. Uh huh. It it reveals what their life would have been. Right. And it ends up being the same. They, the exact same. They the exact same. They they're rich. They're famous. They get a baby. Yep. All these things. What would have been a better ending, I think, is if the projector screen had showed them getting together, but they're not famous. Yeah. They're not rich. Ryan Gosling is just touring with John Legend. No, not even that. But like, I mean, like they're following their dreams. Right. But it's more realistic. Like, yeah. like it's not about like because if they end up famous, what happens? If they're rich and famous, then then he goes off and does his band thing, and she yeah. goes off and becomes an actress, and the, just the same ending. Yeah, it's true. If they just were getting by, being happy, mm-hmm. but never achieving quite the dream, that almost is the dream. Yeah, I think that would be a better ending. I guess I could see I could see your point. The movie doesn't build up to that though, right? Like Ryan Gosling is already touring with this band. Mm-hmm. So they have to kind of, I would think they'd have to work that in, but I see what, I see what you're saying. I, cause I don't think you don't really think of the background artist of any band, any big band necessarily anyway. So if he was just playing in the band, you know, living mm-hmm. his life. Yeah. I think that would have been just as good. I, I think you're right. Yeah. The journey, not the destination. Right. This is an optimistic Hollywood, right? This is what this movie is. And it's, it's like, Oh, you know, if you if you follow this this blueprint in La La Land, you too could be a famous actress, or you yeah. too could be a jazz owner. It's, See, it's, that's what I hate about it's that. Opti- it's it's, a, it's it's like that's not realistic. It's golden, not golden era, but it's silver era Hollywood, though, right? Like Singing mm-hmm. in the Rain is this optimistic outlook of life, or like Music Man. Any of the musicals back then are just this. Look, go get them, kid. Like it's this is the American dream. You can do it, and if you if you try hard enough, you will make it. You know, and that's what yep. this movie is. In 2016, does that work? You know, like we are in an election year where, you know, Donald Trump is about to become president. You know, it's so it's <laughs> kind of a weird year, but Obama's still president. So I think like in that era, the 2012 to 2016 era, yeah, I think that go get them attitude was kind of working. And now like in this 2020 era where we have a pandemic and the world is on fire, there's smoke smothering California and the West coast. It's hard to see how optimistic that is. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I guess, I guess I just, I love the film. It was, it was, it was amazing. The choreography was awesome. I wish it was like, you know, Gene Kelly, but you know, that's being too, too nitpicky. Uh, that last 15 minutes makes me cry every time though. Yeah, it's it's, good. it's so good. It's a good movie. Um I give it a solid 8.5. Now, out of 10. I I want to say you said Ryan Gosling, you know, we should have saw just like them living a normal life. It is his dream. He's just kind of dreaming it in his in his eyes. That's what the silver screen is. It's like, "Oh, this is what it could have been if we were together." Right. So like he's just looking at it in the way uh, in an optimistic way like yeah she would become a famous actress and i would become a famous jazz club owner right and i what i what i'm saying is i don't think that is a very good moral yeah <laughs> like I see. like I, I don't think that that's something that should be the ending of of, a, of such a great film yeah i see what you're saying like it should it should have an ending that's that's going to you know, reside in, in P in, in most of audience members, which are not famous actresses and actors. You yeah. Know, I, think, I mean, that is a, an audience, but that's not realistic. I think 500 days of summer does something similar. And that's why I think like yeah. I've seen it before mm-hmm. and that's why I, I don't mind this ending, but I understand why if you don't, I, I don't think the ending's perfect because it is a little too perfect. Like, it's a dream. It's yeah. a dream. Emma Stone becomes the Emma Stone of her, you know, of the movie. Um, but after this movie, I saw Whiplash, and then about a year later, I saw this movie, and I saw Whiplash, Whiplash kind of late. But after this movie, I'm like, oh, I'm a Damien Chazelle freak. I'm gonna watch everything that <laughs> Damien Chazelle comes out with, and he, I have. Is he? Uh, is, has he come out with another film? Yeah, First Man. First so that's Man. the Ryan Gosling um, going to the moon movie. Oh. He did a he did a series on Netflix that I didn't finish, but I watched the two episodes that Ryan or that Damon Chazelle directed, which are the best episodes. We watched three episodes. It was a French movie, and mm. it's like about a, <laughs> of course, it's about a jazz band. But like one of the jazz artists get like stabbed, and then it becomes this like murder mystery. But the first two episodes aren't about that, so mm. it was really good. And then we watched that third episode, and we're like, oh, I didn't know it was a murder mystery. Right. It was kind of slow too. And it was kind of cool because it's Damien Chazelle kind of going back to that low budget feel of whiplash or even like the, the early um, short film of whiplash. They did a Damien Chazelle did a short film of whiplash and uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. One more thing I wanted to say before we end, say it. which is I love the symbolism. Like when he, he, well, I talked, I talked about the, uh, that black couple in the background, yeah. the old black couple that right. were like dancing. Um, but also like when they're having that fight mm-hmm. and when he made her dinner and, and suddenly the, 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 the alarm goes off at the climax of the fight and, and you see like the, the, the beautiful dinner is ruined in the oven. Yeah. And just at, at the same time, their beautiful, like love for each other has just crumbled. Yeah. And you see that in like tons of scenes. That's just one, like two yeah. examples, but anyway, they weren't meant cool. to be together. Right. And you can honestly, this movie's giving me a lot of reflection on 500 Days of Summer, and I never <laughs> yeah, really thought does. about it till now. Yeah. This Autumn. movie's way better. <laughs> this movie's way better than 500 Days of Summer. It's good. 500 Days of Summer is a good movie, but this is just a better directed, better everything about it. Um, okay, we're done talking about the movie, but we're not going to do the box off uh, blank checks box office game because I don't know if Joe's good at it, and I'd have to do it. Are you, are you good what with is? box office box office numbers? 
No. <laughs> okay, I won't, I won't do it. Neither are we, but no. we still do it. Um, but we do the letterbox review. Have you have you heard this? Have you heard me do this? No. What That's is okay. It? What is it? So I go into letterbox. Do you know what letterbox is? It's, where, it's like IMDb, but a social media. It's so nerdy. Oh, I know what this is. Yeah, yeah. Letterbox is awesome. <laughs> I made an account like a year ago. Yeah, dude. I've been using it a lot more lately. But letterbox is, yeah. has the best reviews. They're so funny. So I've been reading them on mic. <clears throat> but I gotta find one. Uh, I usually have one. <laughs> oh, here's pretty good. This one's pretty funny. Okay, so this is uh from Karsten Runquist. Sounds like the most like a Idaho name. Utah name I've ever heard. <laughs> Karsten Runquist. Spelled with a K H Q. No, K A R S T E N. Karsten. Okay. Dang. We're okay. not making fun of your name, Karsten. No, you're fine. You're awesome. We, we love you. What's your review? Okay. Four and a half stars. He loves this movie. Hey. And he gave it the heart, which he really likes it. He said, I love this. It could be a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I love this more. I love this movie more than I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's so sad. Carlston. Carl, Car- Carsten. You devilish dog. You, you devilish dog. So that's the movie. We highly recommend watching this movie. Super movie. Yeah. Um, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Give us five stars, please. It actually helps out a lot. Um, uh, follow us on our social meets at romcom dudes. Romcom dudes. Email us at romcom dudes at gmail.com. <laughs> and as always, stay classy, San Diego. No, you ruined oh. it. Okay. And, sorry. No, I'm just, you didn't ruin it. <laughs> You didn't ruin it. And as always. That's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Just do an anchor man. <laughs> Maybe. I was not expecting the second one. No, keep going. And as always. Suck it, California. Okay. All right. I yeah. think. Uh, keep going. All right. Let's yeah. try it. Here we go. No, it's yours. Third time's a charm. You third time's, Third time's a charm. I'll give it to you. And as always, the ending's okay. We're done. Thank <laughs> you.